Shalom to everyone and to everyone Shalom. Thank you all for coming in again to the Men of Honor podcast. We have an interesting topic of discussion for you folks, but let's give our praise, honor, and glory to the Hamashiach, Yehoshua, and the Heavenly Father, Yah Elohim, and to help me introduce the rest of this discussion, I'd like to bring to you all, the men of honor, unmute yourselves, show your cameras, and introduce yourselves. Shalom, everybody. This is the Ruse Soldier. Happy Sabbath to everybody. All praise to the Most High Yahweh Elohim and His Son Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Peace and favor, y'all. Nope, yeah. nope. Boy, rule boys. Shalom, everybody. We're going to have a good one for y'all today. You're muted. You say you're muted. There you oh. go. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still getting the hang of this, you know, <laughs> you know, this technology, you know, this millennial stuff going on, you know. Yeah, now, let me stop. You're <laughs> <laughs> like 50 years old, y'all. Just give him some time. Right. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn. Yeah. All right. My name is Issa, you know, aka Rude Savage. Um, you know, from the best of the best boroughs of yes. Brooklyn, you know. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what well, else? What's 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 your area code? What's your? Area? <laughs> what's my area code? <laughs> What the heck? I want them tracking me down. <laughs> My area code is okay, let me stop. <laughs> you know, from that other side of the other side on that side. You know. East South New side. That's, that's all you then, 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 east side, east side, east side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, blue boys from that shitty ass Brownsville, but we ain't gonna talk much about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, red never will. <laughs> That's what there is. Brownsville stand up. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> never ran, never will. Damn. All right, what, what, what about you, Rue Soldier? Now I'm saying what you represent. Punk ass New York. Nah, nah, nah. To those that's listening, hey, what's up to the 410? What's good with it? <laughs> the 410. Hey, if you don't know, oh, no. now you know. 
Hey, hey, they know who they are. Hey, hey, don't, don't, don't use Biggie and you're from Jersey, all right? <laughs> I, ain't from, I ain't from no Jersey. The 410. <laughs> Not man, sure. from Maryland. Mm, no. <laughs> the Shore. That's what we call it. The Shore. So for today's topic, folks, it is about never quitting on yourself. Does it feel like you're going through troubles and trials and tribulations? And then you just look at yourself and you're like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't lift up my other foot and put it in front of the other to make it this way. Don't. Don't do it. Quitting on yourself is only an exit to who you really are. Mm-hmm. You got to stand strong, especially as a man. You're always going to be challenged. You are always going to be put through the fire. But it is up to you to withstand that fire to just completely be fireproof. And it's going to take going through the fire to be fireproof. So it's it's definitely something. Uh, what you guys think? I mean, I agree. Um I remember uh, someone told me that if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. So I feel like as a man, you have to know your worth, number one. And number two, you have to stand on that. You know what I mean? Like Like, we're in a society where it's like your word is supposed to be your bond. But there's a lot of fakery out here, too. You know what I mean? And, and we get it. Shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, we can't control what's going to happen the next day, but we still have to stand on our word and own it. You know, even though, like, look, it didn't happen today. I couldn't get everything done, but I'm going to get it done tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I live to see it, but I'm going to get as much shit as I can get done today. Um, That way, at least I accomplished something. Um, But definitely... When it comes, like, and I'm seeing that now, like, even with myself, there's times where I said, all right, well, I'm going to do this. And then when it comes time to do it, I don't do it because, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then I just start making excuses. So I'm learning on that as well. I'm just really standing on what I say. If I say I'm going to work out at this time, I'm going to do it. No matter what, no matter how my body feels, I got to do it. Do you, you think it's I mean? a lot easier if you were, like, to write some of this stuff down? And then, like, you write it down the day before, and then you're, like, constantly contemplating on your mind. And then when you wake up, the very first ideas on your mind is exactly what you've written down. Do you think that's a lot easier for you? Like, have you accomplished things easier when you've written it down? Um, I would say for me, when I did start writing stuff down, I did end up getting more stuff down. Um, so I, I would agree to that. Um, even when it came to uh, studying for testing and stuff like that, um, materials for school and stuff like that, I would definitely say that def- definitely helped me out. But you also got to have that that motivation too, that drive, that work ethic, that all ties into it. Yeah, I definitely believe it. How about you, Rude Savage? <laughs> um, 
And Jesus. And listen, <laughs> I go through all of this. You know, sometimes I'll be wanting to give up all the time, but like my blood, like my habitat, like it doesn't let me give up because, you know, I'm not a quitting kind of person and it does not run in the family. So by me giving up, you know, it's like I failed everyone when I already have people looking up to me, mm-hmm. you know, or and they having like this faith and they have this like boost up about me, you know, so it's like, especially when I apply for something and like when it's something that I want to pursue, you know, there's no such thing as giving up, you know, to me, you know, like I already started, might as well finish it. You know, that's, you know, like, that's my, my thinking. Um, yeah, like the challenges is very, yeah, it gets overwhelming where I'd be like, I mean, I'll be talking crazy sometimes. Like, I'll be like, I hate my life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate my... And then people be looking at me is like, don't say that. Do you, like, are you all right? Do I need a call? I was like, come on, just stop. I'm like, come on, stop being dramatic. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to go jump over a bridge or anything or, or kill myself. No, I'm just aggravated and I just need a breather. And, just, and I'm just talking junk. But, um, you know, you just have to keep yourself, like, disciplined and keep yourself motivated. And, you know, you got to, you know, clear yourself. Like, listen, like, if you... Like, in a situation where you're stressed, like, hey, cry it out, scream, curse, whatever. You know, after you do that, take a breather, get back up, and just try again, you know? No matter what the obstacle the obstacle is, so. But that's very interesting. Even if, like, the situation is rough, you do have a moment where it's okay to let yourself know that this is just crazy. <laughs> like, you don't... Pin it all up like, no, fam, I got it. I got it. But deep down inside, you're like, bro, shut up. Just right. let it release. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there is no problem in letting yourself know that this is heavy. You know? Not for real. Like, it's for real. like you're only human. Like, men are men, but men aren't iron men. We, we have limits. Like, we still got flesh, bones, you know, nerves, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get it. Letting yourself, you know, release that type of stress, that type of energy, so that you can get back into yourself and go back and focus. Because not a lot of people is going to help us out. Exactly. We have such a stigma on us. Like if you can't make it, then you just you just fucked up to begin with. And it's like, bro, wait a minute. <laughs> You're on your own. Eh? <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> Ain't no safety net for you. It's like, bro, let me breathe. Like now, <laughs> like you, like the world can't. Like a good percentage of the world can't stand man, but need men to run on the shit that they're using. Like the, the clothes, the phones, the motherfuckers printing the money. That's all men. <laughs> Like, they should just come out and say, we don't want men to be free. We just want them to be slaves. That's literally what they're saying. Why don't you just fucking say it? You want us to be slaves. No, you don't want equal rights. You just want to be on top. Let the men be on the bottom. And then you just do as you please. And it's like, that's not going to happen. I mean, you got a lot of simps out there, but 
Look at the percentage of simps and look at the percentage of actual men. Actual men is like, no, you look, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, they may be simps in power, but just because there aren't simps in power, which is like a good percentage of them, doesn't mean they're going to listen. They've been being a man their entire life, and then someone who wants to change the law and tell them, hey, you got to stop being a man, they ain't going to fucking listen. These are one of these moments where they have to um, to die for what they believe in. And then when that happens, that's, that really shows that you're not giving up on your belief. You're not giving up from your ten toes. You're really showing people and yourself that this is what you fought so hard for. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a stressful situation, but that comes with being a man. It mm. comes with stress. It comes with heavy loads and some more shit. But that's what makes you you. Men without sacrifice is bullshit. We we gotta we gotta push through. We gotta sacrifice sweat. A couple of nights of sleep, you know, a few a few broken hearts. Like it's it's bound to happen. But that's what makes us us. And then once we get stronger in that we can create businesses we can create our own structures or rules. We can literally just stand tall and be like, hey, I made it. So we have a large understanding of how young men feel when they're trying to get in, but we don't give them a pity party. Because we know that it was never handed to us. Not to say we're going to step all over you, but we're not going to hold your hand neither. We're going to tell you what it is. We're going to give you advice. We're going to show you specific ropes. We're going to show you a little bit more of an easier path to make your transition a lot smoother. But that still doesn't mean you won't go through your own tribulations. No matter how easier it gets, as long as you are a man in this stage, in this day and age, you're going to go through something. Mentally, emotionally, physically, it doesn't matter. It's rude boy. Tell them how it is. The one and only. <laughs> Tell them how never quitting up on yourself really feels like. Like people stand up for themselves. They really push the envelope. But how does it really, really feel when you're being pushed against the grain and you still don't quit? Well, I'll say this goes back to what Rue Savage said about people looking up to you. As people know, I have two children, uh, a son and a daughter. So not only do I not want to quit, I can't afford to. Because if I quit, they'll be lost. And if a man loves his children, you're not going to quit on them. Because they need more than anything else. Um, because you're the leader, you're the teacher of your children. Another reason not to quit, I think about my young self, who wanted so much more for himself. And then when you finally reach a certain level to where you're confident, you're this, you're that. To quit, it's like that child in you that you used to be, well, that's still inside you, it's disappointing you know what I mean? And after the trials and 
that I went through in my life, I realized quitting is not an option. I mean, it's, I think that's quit. I mean, anybody could quit. Like, that's not a hard thing to do, quit. If I wanted to quit, I could walk out of work. I could, that's the easiest thing to do. But to put up with something, to sacrifice, requires strength. Let me read something from the movie Balboa that everybody knows. One of his famous quotes. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very neat and nasty place. And I don't care how you are. It will beat you to your knee and keep you there permanently if you let me. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard it's about how hard how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Only people who are winners are the ones who don't quit. Once you quit, you're not a winner. So I'll leave it with that. That is very true. Especially with me. I have a wife. I have a daughter. And yeah, quitting doesn't make sense. Not not in my fucking household. Because if you quit, then the family structure is, is, is damaged. You know, you're the head of the household. If the head is sick, the whole body is sick. You know, so the head has to be the ideal model of what it is to always keep pushing forward. You set the example of how the family moves forward. If you are a man who doesn't quit and keeps pushing forward, then the family is a family that never quits and keeps pushing forward. If you're a man that constantly complains and blame things, then the family will constantly blame and complain on things. Like, it's literally monkey see, monkey do. Do you have some scriptures for us, Fubois? Before I start doing this, I of course he does. Before he does, would you like to have anything to say, rude soldier? Um, <clears throat> honestly, what Rude Boy said, it, it hits. Like, you gotta be willing to take the hits. Like, life is hard. Like, for real. Everybody has a sob story. Everybody, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody had to go through something. But it's like what you did through that struggle. Um, and I can just say, uh, just for me, example, for example, like I struggled to like getting being in this truth uh, just to actually just to walk into it. I had my stumbling blocks, just like I'm sure each and every one of you guys in the, the chat have already had their stumbling blocks just being this truth. I mean, you told me a little bit about your struggles, Zakaya. Um, I didn't really get a chance. This is actually my first time meeting you, Ruth uh, Savage. So I don't really like know you that well. We haven't really conversated as much. Uh, same thing with you, Ruth Boy. Like we haven't fully chatted like that as much as I have with uh, Zakar. Um, so I know you guys have all have your experiences of just being in this truth alone. You know what I mean? But it's all for refinement. 
you know, I believe that's what life is. Um, life is basically us learning lessons, learning experiences, and getting better every day so that one day we can leave our legacy behind to teach the next generation. I mean, honestly, I I, I remember this old girl I, I, I talked to, um, and uh, she knows she is if she's listening. <laughs> but but she she was she was definitely hitting home with that. Like she's just she told me she's just trying to build a legacy, you know, for the next gen. And really that hits because uh I think it was Rue Savage that said it earlier or or Rue Boy. Um, we got people looking up to us. Whether we know it yeah, whether we know it or not, like somebody's looking up to us. Uh, I don't know who's looking up to me. I don't. You know what I mean? All I can do is just make sure I do the best that I can do. You know what I mean? Because you never know who's watching. You know what I mean? And some people be clout chasing and putting on social media. Yeah, I just donated here. I just did this. Did, for what, bro? Where's the glory in that? You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? I'd rather do something, you know, just because it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, some people don't have to give. Some people don't have to, you know, help people out. They just do it out of kindness, man. You know, we, we somebody always goes through something harsher than the next man. And I learned that in life. Like, I can't complain, even though I do at times. I do. I'm be I'm keeping 100. You know, as a man, I got to own up to it. I do complain at times. I do. But I'm trying to get out of that. You know what I mean? Like, really recognize what I have and what Yah has gave me. You know what I mean? Even now, he's still giving me. You know what I mean? Like, I like I even woke up this morning. Some people didn't. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I can go to work. Some people don't work. I got my limbs work. You know what I mean? It, you know, I could go on and on with this shit. So it's like, I don't have room to complain for nothing. You know, Yah has really provided for me, and I'm grateful for it. So I I say it every day. I give praise to Yah every day um, when I wake up in the morning. And sometimes I, I don't remember until I get in the car and drive off to work, but I still give praise to Yah, you know what I mean? Because without him, I really wouldn't be here. Like, seriously, like, I wouldn't have the things I have. I wouldn't experience the things I've experienced and still get through it. You know what I mean? Y'all could have just been like, oh, well, he's just shit out of luck. He's just going to have to face that. And if he make it, hey, he just make it. You know, if he don't, hey, well, it is what it is. On to the next person, you know. But y'all's favor, man. And that's all I have to say on that. Gotcha. It kind of reminded me of this one time where, well, my brother-in-law at the moment, he is... He is in prison. Um, y'all willing he'll get out someday. And like him, him and my wife were talking, and then, and then after a while, you know, they hung up. The next day, clothes was finished being washed. She she puts it into my closet, and I have like a section for like shirts and pants. And then she put like everything in the shirt section. And then I got a little flustered. But then I had to catch myself, and I said, "Hey, you, you, you like your, your wife was just on the phone with her brother, man. He ain't got no clothes. He ain't got no windows. He ain't got no. He he can't get a regular meal. He can't 
can't barely do anything. And you was just about to complain over some clothes? Are you serious? <laughs> just because it was in the wrong section? And then I had to catch myself. And I was like, whoa, wait, let me, let me be grateful for this. Clean clothes. I got clean clothes. Oh, what? I got clean clothes. Like the um Rue Savage said, I mean, Rue Soldier. Some people don't get up when they um go after they go to sleep. Some people don't get no sleep. So you're like focusing on like the tiniest things to complain about, just like nitpicking, while people ain't got their fucking freedom. Right. You know, people out here homeless looking for an opportunity. So it's like. When you quit on yourself, it's kind of like a domino effect. Once you quit on yourself, you blame yourself, and then you start blaming people for other shit. And then you get lazy, you get complacent, and then it's like you just become highly ungrateful because you forget about the simple things that made you happy, that people are struggling to get. You know, people struggling to get a, a sandwich. Mm. Just a sandwich to go through throughout the entire day. Some people only eat once a day or once every other day. And then we find things to complain about, like social media making fun of you. What? Get off of social media. <laughs> you know, you having a hard time paying rent. Ask for help. You know, get a job. And even if getting a job is hard to do, make up a job. We got skills, we got talent. Be independent. Like, there is too many answers to a lot of these solutions that we have, and then we make excuses for why we can't get to these solutions. Adding more problems on with us. So it's crazy. It's crazy. You have anything to say, Rude Savage? Mean, yeah, you do have a point. We have so much talent, we have so much skills, and you know, not pe- not everybody is using it. You know, and um, and that's an AA, and that's the problem. And and I would have to say, like, it has to do with or like the media now. You know, like people is like just so hooked on, like on the TV and all these videos and all these other things and stuff. And and like when you said about the ungratefulness, is because like I said, they watching other like celebrities or they watching other people's like, oh, why can't I get that? Why can't I get this? And the things that they can get, you know, it's like it's nothing to them because they, because you know, it's already either handed to them or they can always get it. So it's like, oh, but I want this, this, and that. Okay, and then when they get it, then it's like, okay, I got it. But now I want this, 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 and that. You know, it's like people is never satisfied. You know. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> but yeah, the thing is, is like, uh, it's like people have all these talents and they, um, you know, I don't know, maybe because like they don't have any source, like, you know, people need support. I mean, which is the situation that I do have is like, I have the talent thing is like i do need like the support you know like you know i need like a camera person or editor or you know like things like that but but i wouldn't complain like whatever little help i get you know i'm grateful like you know i'm not a person that like complains or whatever like every little thing or every little help or every little thing that's handed to me you know i don't ask for much 
I'm not a person that asks for a lot or anything. You know, every little thing counts for me, you know. But, you know, but compared to people who are, like, privileged and everything, they have, you know, they could get whatever they want. And they just, you know, it's like, oh, since I could get this, now I want this, 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 and that, or whatever like that. But, um, (laughs) All right, folks, we are going to play one quick tune, and then... We're going to scriptures with the rude boy. Mm.
Hope you guys enjoy that tune. It is definitely a favorite of mine. So you'll definitely be you'll definitely hear it being played often. So we are gonna get right into the scriptures with Rude Boy and then we will end up we will end off with closing scriptures from the best man, the brother man, the whole me from Brooklyn. Zikari Warrior. Hit it, Rude Boy. Alright. So this man to understand where you came from and where you should be striving to go. Never quit on yourself. So let's turn to Genesis chapter 2, 7 to 8. Take notes because I'm going to read this fast, people. And it says, And Yahuwah, Elohim, formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils breath of life. And the man became a living being. And Yahuwah Elohim planted a garden in Eden to the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. So, the most high formed man. Keep that in mind. He was formed by your creator. The next, we jump down to verse 15 of chapter 2 of Genesis. And Yahuwah. Elohim took the man and put him in a garden to eat it, to work it, and to guard it. The Most High sought fit that you, the man, should work in his garden. The garden that contains the tree to everlasting life. He put you there to work it and to guard it. Keep these things in mind, brothers. Who's listening? Now we're going to jump down to verse 19 of the same chapter in Genesis. And from the ground, Yahuwah Elohim formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called each living being, that was its name. Men, you are creators on earth. If you can name the animals, the birds, the fish, and everything on the planet, how much power do you not understand you have? You have a lot of power. You're just not utilizing it. And we understand why. The programming, the way a lot of us was raised. So, trust me, I understand. But you have power. Never say you're powerless as a man. You're not. You just don't understand what your power is. Now let's continue to Genesis chapter 3. We're going to start at verse 17. And to the man he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying, Do not eat of it. Curses the ground because of you. In toil you are to eat of it all the days of your life. And the ground shall bring forth thorns and thistles for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you are to eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it were you taken, for dust you are, and to dust you return. Reason I put this scripture here is to let men know again about your power. The Most High told you, as the Creator, to do something. 
but you decided to listen to the voice, the the voice of your wives. You got punished because you decided instead to focus on your purpose. You decided to focus on what your wife has to say. And this is what happens. It's not saying you shouldn't listen to your wives at all or anything like that. But when the Most High gives you a direct order, you follow the direct order regardless of who's in front of you. Purpose is what makes us not quit on ourselves, brothers. But if you lose sight of your purpose for a woman or for anything, that's when you start quitting on yourself. You always got to have your purpose first in your mind. Always. Because without purpose, you're not living up to your full potential. Now let's go to back to Genesis chapter 1, and we're going to start at verse 26. And it said, And Elohim said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over all the creeping things that creep on the ground. And Elohim created the man in his image. In the image of Elohim, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And Elohim baruch or blessed them. And Elohim said to them, Be fruitful and increase. And fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over all creeping creatures on the earth. The Most High gave you power. You're, you are the direct image. The direct image. He made you first. You are his direct image. Understand the power in that, brothers. Don't let nobody tell you different. You are the direct image of your creator. Now, let's go to Psalms, chapter 21. We're going to start at verse 3. And we're going to go to verse 7. For you put before him the blessing of goodness. You set a crown of fine gold on his head. He asked life from you, and you gave it to him. Lame for days forever and ever. Through your deliverance, his esteem is great. You have laid excellency and splendor on him, for you have made him most blessed forever. You have made him glad with the joy of your presence, for the sovereign is trusting in Yahuwah, and though loving commitment of the Most High, he is not moved. Now, clearly, this scripture is about the Mashiach. Let's speak on the Mashiach for a second. Mashiach came into the body of a man and dealt with the same sufferings we have to deal with. Just to prove to everybody, but let's say most specifically to men, I suffered like you did and I overcome. I overcame. Us men have to walk after the ways of the Mashiach. Just like he suffered and overcame, so shall we. He was beaten and bruised and sacrificed for others. But he did it willingly. Brothers, he came with his purpose. He lived his purpose, whether it meant death or not. That's how much you got to be motivated to do your purpose. To the death of you. If you're not with that level of motivation to do those things, then you're not living up to your full potential as a man. 
Now, let's go to Psalms chapter 45 from verse 1 to 7. It says, My heart is overflowing with a goodly word. I address my works to the sovereign. My tongue is the pen of a speedy writer. You are more handsome than the sons of men. Favor has been poured upon your lips. Therefore, Elohim has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O mighty one. Your excellency in your splendor. And ride prosperously in your splendor. On a matter of truth and humility, righteousness. And let your right hand lead you to awesome matters. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the sovereign's enemies. Peoples fall under you. Your throne, O Elohim, is forever and ever. The scepter of your right, your reign is a scepter of straightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wrongness. Therefore, Elohim, your Elohim, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Again, another um, Torah verse representing Shiite. This is what men should strive to be, like the Mashiach. Love righteousness and hate wrongness. There's many purposes for men, but your main purpose is to seek after righteousness and serve your creator. You don't let nobody stop you on that path. Nobody, not your wife, not your children, not your family, not your friends, not your associates, nobody. Your job. Your main purpose on this life and the whole duty of man is what? To keep the commandments. But let's continue on. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12, verse 12. And I hope you brothers are writing it down who's listening. Rejoicing and expectancy, enduring under pressure, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Brothers, endure under the pressure. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's hard. Yes, sometimes it's overbearing. But guess what? The Most High is not going to give you something that he don't think you can handle. So whatever he gave you in your life, he thinks you can handle. Now, if he gave you a lot of pressure, just think about it this way. Let's look at it from this perspective. If he gave you a lot of pressure, a lot of tribulation in your life because he felt you, you as that man can handle. That's how highly... Your creator thinks of you. He gave you more pressure than many other men because he thought you can handle. So you have to look at it from the angle. Let's continue on. John chapter 16, verse 33. These words I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you have pressure, but take courage. I have overcome the world. That's the Mashiach speaking. Take courage. I have overcome the world. You're going to have pressure in this world, but overcome the world. You don't let the world beat you down. You beat down the world. Then the Most High said, you had mastery and you are supposed to rule over things of the earth. You don't let the earth um, rule you. You rule the earth as it is commanded. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No trial has overtaken you except such as is common to man, and Elohim is trustworthy. Who shall not allow you to be tried beyond what you are able? Keep that in mind. He's not going to try you beyond what you are able. But with the trial shall also make the way of escape, enabling you to bear it. 
He's not going to give us anything that's too hard for us specifically. Every trial and tribulation is specific to you. So he, if you got more than other men, it's because he might think of you with more favor than others. He sees in your heart that you can do it, but he's not going to do it for you. You have to do it. That's the point of a trial. So you could be refined like gold. Let's go to um, the book of James and the New Testament or Brett Kadashah, chapter one. We're going to start from verse two, going to verse eight. It says, my brothers, count it all joy when you fall into various um, trials, knowing that the proving of your belief works endurance. James started off saying, count it all joy. You got to be happy because the most high don't just give all these trials to just anybody. If you're being chastised by the most high because he loves you. All the people you see living with no problems and this and that. You got to ask yourself, do the most high really love those people? Like a father loves his son. Any man that's a father, if you love your son, you're going to discipline him. Don't listen to what people on the outside say because they don't understand. When you love somebody, you correct them and discipline them. That's real love. Love is actions, not words. Now, let me continue to read. And let endurance have a perfect work so that you be perfect and complete, lacking in naught. If any of you lacks wisdom, wisdom, let him ask of Elohim who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it shall be given to him, but he shall ask in belief. That's important. Not doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the man should not think that he shall receive whatever from the master. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Brothers, we cannot be double-minded. Have belief in whatever you're doing. Even if nobody else believes in you, you believe in you. The Most High believes in you. That's why he putting trials in your life, because he believes in you. But you have to believe in yourself, too. Believe in you first. Next scripture, Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 4. It states, and not only this, but we also exult in pressures, knowing that pressure works endurance, and endurance approvedness, and improvedness expectation. You, while you're going through these trials, it gives you endurance. It makes you be able to endure more. The more trials you have, the more you can deal with. The more you're like, all right, I got this. So don't take it as it's a bad thing. It helps you in the long run. For when the bigger thing, when the small stuff happening, take it as it's helping you endure more later on. Because again, the most high, the most high chastise who he loves. Let's go to uh, Philippians, Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven. It states, "Do not worry at all, but in every matter, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving." Let your request be made known to Elohim and the peace of Elohim, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yahushua. Let's go to Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. It states, Yahuwah does fight for you 
and you keep silent. I'll repeat that. Yahuwah does fight for you and you keep silent. Don't worry. Keep doing what you're doing. The Most High will fight for you. Do your part for the Most High. He will do his part for you. Next um, scripture. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 through 6. And it states, trust in Yahuwah with all your heart. Not partially, not half, not a quarter. With all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, which is a downfall for a lot of us men. Stop leaning on your own understanding. Ask Yahuwah for guidance. To, to continue. Know him in all your ways. Not some, not a quarter, all your ways. And he makes all your paths straight. That's who you go to to help you with your purpose. The most high. You men of Israel and men in general. I don't even care what race you are. In general, you seek the most high. He helps you. Next scripture, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 to 13. And it states, Beloved ones, do not be surprised at the fiery trial that is coming upon you to try you as though some unusual matter has befallen you. Because it's not unusual. It happens to every man. But as you share Mashiach's suffering, Rejoice in order that you might rejoice exultantly at the revelation of his esteem. Rejoice in your suffering because guess what? If you're righteous and you're going through suffering, when the Messiah comes back, you will be in a thousand year reign. He will come to you and say, my faithful and good servant. So don't worry about the suffering. Don't worry about people talking about your back. Don't worry about the world got all these crazy laws against you. Don't worry about that. The Most High and His Mashiach will take care of it. Don't worry. Next scripture. Psalms chapter 23 verses 1 through 6. It states, Yahuwah is my shepherd. I do not lack. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He turns back my being. He leads me in the path paths of righteousness for his name's sake. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Don't fear nothing, brothers. Don't fear nothing. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread before me a table in the face of my enemy. The enemy's talking about you back. Don't worry. He's going to set up a table in front of them. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Only goodness and loving commitment follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of Yahuwah to the length of days. Don't fear no evil, brothers, because the Most High got your back. Do your part. He'll do his. Next one. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. It states, I have strength to do all through Mashiach who empowers me. Mashiach is empowering you. Keep on the path of righteousness. You could do, it says, I have strength to do all. Not some, all. Next one, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 to 36. It states, do not then lose your boldness. 
which has great reward. By bonus, it's talking about bonus in your belief, your culture, what's going on right now for striving for righteousness. Do not leave your boldness, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the desire of Elohim, you receive the promise. Don't lose that boldness. People want to try to check you and your culture and what you're doing. Check them back. Show them what you believe in. Next verse. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It states, For Elohim has not given us a ruach of cowardice, but of power and of love and of self-control. We're not cowards on this side. Like Psalms said, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear nothing, no evil. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6, it says, so that we boldly say, Yahuwah is my helper. I should not fear what men should do to me. These men are physical just like you, brothers. These people on this earth are physical just like you. They ain't no better than you. Don't be scared of them. What can they do to you? At the most, they can harm you physically. Don't be scared of the man who can only take your life, but be afraid of the man who could take, be afraid of the person who could take your life and your soul. That's who you fear. But it says, Yahuwah is my helper. That's who you look to. Next verse, um, scripture. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It states, but those who wait on Yahuwah renew their strength. They raise up the wing like eagles. You flying out here, brothers. They run and are not weary. You ain't getting tired in this walk. They walk and do not faint. We ain't falling. And if you do fall, get up. It says the righteous man falls seven times, but he still gets up. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. It says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not look around. For I am your Elohim. I shall fortify you. I shall also help you. I shall also uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Do not fear, brothers. Next verse. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7. It states, Blessed is the man who trusts in Yahuwah, and whose trust is Yahuwah. You're blessed when you trust in the Most High and you follow in His ways. What do you got to be afraid of? Failing? Everybody has to fail in something, but guess what? We still get up. Don't quit on yourself, brothers. You got this. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 25 to 26. Do not be afraid of sudden dread, nor of the ruin of the wrong when it comes, for Yahuwah is your son. And he shall guard your foot from being caught. Don't be afraid. You're going to keep seeing this. Don't be afraid. Have no fear. We ain't cowards on this side, brothers. Psalms chapter 27, verse 1 to 3. And then I got one more scripture after this. Yahuwah is my light and my deliverance. Whom shall I fear? Yahuwah is the refuge of my life. Whom shall I dread? When evildoers come up, come against me to eat up my flesh, 
my adversaries and my enemies, they shall stumble and fall. They will fall before you, brothers. They may win the battle, the battles against you, but they will never win the war. Always remember that. Though on an army of camps against me, they surrounding you right now, brothers. My heart does not fear. We ain't fear even if they surround us. Though battle come up against me, even then I will be trusting. In the midst of war, we trust in the Most High. We have no fear. And the last chapter is Yahushua ben Nun, otherwise known as Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. And this is the last scripture I have. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor be discouraged. For Yahuwah, your Elohim, is with you wherever you go. And I rest my case. Thank you, brother, for those wonderful fire, fire scriptures. I hope they have lit a fire under your loins. I hope they have stirred your ruach in a different direction and in a different mindset. Because we don't fear over here. Fear is not the spirit that the Most High has given you, so you should not use it in any circumstance unless it's, a, unless it's towards the Most High Yah. We shall only fear Him, His Son alone. And that is it. To close out this show, I will read from Romans 7. There will be no exclamation. It's for you to figure it out. Romans 7, by the way, is my favorite chapter. I love it dearly. But since Rue Boredom read a mouthful of scriptures, we're just going to cut it short right here. Romans 7, verse 16. Actually, no, verse 15 all the way to the end which is 25 for that which i do i allow not for what i would that do i not but what i hate that i do if then i do that which i would not consent unto the torah that is good now then it now then it is no more I that do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For two will is present with me, for two will is pre present with me. But how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would do, for the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the Torah of Yah after the inward man. 
But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of this death? I thank Yah through Yehoshua, Hamashiach, our master. So then with the mind, I myself serve the Torah of Yah, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Thank you, everyone. I am going to play a closing music. And this is Man of War.